All right, we close out this week. We're doing breakdowns on the Ole Miss newcomers plus Luke Altmaier. We close out with Michael Trigg, offensive coordinator from Hillwood High School in Nashville, Tennessee, joins us today. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. We're doing a breakdown, special extra episode, and today we're going to talk about Michael Trigg. Michael Trigg got hurt early last year, still had um, five or six catches and a touchdown and proved that he was an athletic mismatch. Now that athletic mismatch has gone to Oxford in an offense that absolutely reveres tight ends. Corey Burton is joining us today. Before we get started, um, I do want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events from the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. I bet you say pretty please you could get the FC Dallas and Chicago Fire line as well. And if you that hit big, at Corey-Burton-1 on Venmo, send, send it to me. Okay, yeah. He yeah send it to me. Yeah, send it to me. Anyway, BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sporting wagering information from live in-game betting and scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. <coughs> I'm here with Corey Burton. Michael Trigg, let's uh, let's 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 talk about this. This one's intriguing to me. You said it in the open: uh, a, a offense that reveres tight ends. This dude is a special, special talent. I I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to anoint him with the uh, with the adjective of Kyle Pitts vibes. But he has some Kyle Pitts vibes with his athleticism and the way he moves. I'm not saying he's Kyle Pitts. So, yes. so, 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 so Ole o- Miss fans, that, that is a big, big ask. If, if, <coughs> if you think that I'm saying he's going to have the same production as Kyle Pitts, I'm not saying that. That is a very, very tall order. But Michael Trigg can be special within this offense because of what they do in the RPO game that features the tight end so well. And I'm excited for it. He's got rapport with Jackson Dart, who may or may not win the starting job. You know, depending on depending on the day, he's in the driver's seat for for the job. I don't know what the daily practice reports say, but if you listen to this show, you probably will know. And I'm excited to see him. He's explosive. He, he got injured, um, which we didn't get a whole lot of tape on him. But, I mean, he plays the ball really well in the air. He attacks it. He snatches it out of the air. He's, you know, he's a huge target on the inside. He is, you know, he's part of that new age of tight end. Very yeah, athletic you, <clears throat> basketball player type. If you have, take a Zach Evans and what he's going to force linebackers to do, Michael Trigg is perfect to take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, he just comes in like like he's in the post and he just sets up. I mean, <clears throat> there, there's several plays where, where Jackson Dart is just, is just, it's like he's giving him an inbound. It's like he's giving him an uh, uh, an entry pass, to, and, and and 
and uh, Trig is going to take it and, and go jam it on somebody. I mean, that's that's kind of what it's like. It's kind of what it reminded me of. So, but I mean, again, the heavy RPO offense. You get this ball, the guy, and you get the ball to this guy in space. Good things will happen. The red zone. Good things will happen. He will he will moss somebody in the red zone. I promise you. He's kind of. He also gives me some Darnell Washington vibes as well. Not quite as big and tall, but he gives me some. Darnell Washington is like LeBron James out there, but he gives me some of those vibes too, like big basketball player type vibes. Yeah, he's a really athletic guy. I think um, Wayne Kiffin referred to him in spring as not many people, not many athletes like that are made in the world, and he sometimes looks like a high school player played with junior high kids. Yes, he does. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> does. I mean, <laughs> it's like that one kid who is just way bigger than everybody because he hit his growth spurt. Before everybody did, he's like six two, you know, three hundred pounds. He's just monster. We had a kid like that. Uh, he ended up playing eleven seasons for the for the Redskins. Now, well, I think, and I think he made the transition to the Washington Football Team actually. So he may have played more than eleven seasons. Um, his name was Kedrick Golston. He was he was that kid in middle school. Played defensive tackle for you know ten plus years in the NFL, which is impressive in in of itself. Michael Trigg does do a lot of those things and he's extremely athletic and if i'm Ole miss fans i i am super super excited about this guy yeah and we still have to talk about jalen robinson sometime in the future that's the other member of the potential triangle of death of this offense but mm-hmm. two of the pieces we have talked about we talked about zach evans and we talked about michael trigg talk about how you would use that three and take in a an elite slot receiver and that that triangle in the middle of the field how would you use that well, I mean, I, I, I would, as I said when I was talking about Ulysses Bentley, I, I would I would probably slip the tight end into that seam, kind of like a slow seam where he, you know, he steps off aggressively like he's going to block, and then he steps around the linebacker, finds a void. Those guys are flowing hard to try to stop uh, Evans or Bentley, and then just kind of not really like spot up, but just kind of throttle down and, and show his hands and then catch the ball and get get some yards. I would use him in, in those arrow screens. Um, depending on how well he does in run blocking, I would use him in what I call slice, where it's like where, where the, the, the tight end comes across the formation to trap the defensive end, but instead of hitting him, he avoids him and gets out in the flat, like kind of like a hide route or under route. Or, you know, people call it different things. Yeah, I would use NFL, him. NFL has made their bones on that play. <laughs> it's like the Dallas Clark play. Dallas Clark was so good at that play, but I would use him there. I would use him. Uh, I would split him out and use him in what's called a glance RPO, where you run a slant uh, behind those. Just anything to attack the box and attack those inside linebackers. Any way I could get him in there, I would. And, and as, from as many different formational looks as I could get it. Okay. Uh, on our other show, SEC After Dark, that comes on um, Wednesdays at eight thirty Central. Right. Uh, you can catch us. We talk about this like. One of the big liabilities that Alabama has is Henry Toa Toa in the RPO game. Mm-hmm. Basically, Florida made that a close game just attacking him in the RPO game. They did. So, <laughs> what's that? I said oh. they did. Yep. They absolutely did. So, somebody like Zach Evans, he's that example that I give all the time about forcing linebackers to take a step, step forward. You want them to take a false step. And you need a player like Michael Trigg, or you need an Elijah Moore or Jalen Robinson to fill that space behind there. And then the outside receivers, you want to make sure the free safety can't come up and cheat either 
So you're sending them down the field. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the third part of that triangle of death, well, from the slot, yeah, I would do a lot of the same things I did with Trig. But from the outside, you run a place out RPO with a free safety called uh, a lot of people call that a look or glance. Some people call that a glance post RPO. It's a third level RPO where you're, you're reading that safety. And if he comes down, which he will against Evans, you pop one over the top and, and Ole Miss will hit that quite a few times. They will hit that on Alabama too. And, and the thing that's been holding Ole Miss back is they've, they haven't had a Zach Evans. I love Jerry Neely to death, but he is not, he is not Zach Evans. And, they have not had a Zach Evans to be able to do this kind of stuff when they had Elijah Moore, Kenny Aboa, and uh, Mingo on the outside, and some of the other guys that they've had, in the, you know, in the recent past. Yeah, and even with do. not, yeah, even with not having a Zach Evans, look they at were. what they did against Alabama in that game when their defense was so awful and their offensive performance that they put on the field. Now you can you can take advantage of those weaknesses because Alabama doesn't have many Georgia doesn't have many but now you can take advantage of them a little bit more than you could before well it also neutralizes Will Anderson to, to a certain degree because he's not he's not able to get to your quarterback in a traditional pass rushing pass rushing situation him and Dallas Turner those guys are a little bit you know those guys are gonna they're gonna have to figure out ways for them to disrupt the rpo game and once they figure that out it might get a little tricky but then again you know lane kiffin's all about a chess match so it it will be fun to watch alabama try to figure that out and then watch lane kiffin try to figure out the counter to the counter and and so i'm excited for that I, i think there's a lot of possibilities and yes that's why the rpo game is so deadly that's why you know georgia ultimately was able to, relatively speaking, I mean, Will Anderson did his thing, mm. um, but they were re- he was not – he didn't win the game for Alabama because Georgia had gotten so good at RPOs that they, they kind of neutralized that a little bit. They scored, their, they scored their statement touchdown on an RPO, and, of course, they got the pick six later, but they scored the, hey, we're winning this game touchdown on an arrow RPO to, uh, to Brock Bowers. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. Anyway, Corey Burton, offensive coordinator from Hillwood High School in Nashville, Tennessee, joining us. Thank you very much, Corey. Yeah, you bet, man. It's a pleasure to be on with you. All right. Rock on! And now, the extremely groovy music. (laughs) 